Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello, all you automotive industry enthusiasts, and welcome to AutoLine Daily. In today's show, there's a new kind of electric car that could give Tesla a run for its money. Volvo is out to reclaim leadership and safety, and we take the Dodge Challenger Hellcat out on the track. Now the news. Boy, every time you turn around, General Motors is making another change at Opel. Back in the 1990s, the giant automaker created GM of Europe, which took away all pan-European responsibilities from Opel and pretty much left it as a German-based car company. Then, when times got tough, GM tried to get rid of Opel. When that fell apart, GM stacked the board with American executives. And now, everything's come full circle. GM is giving all of its European operations back to Opel, including GM's Russian operations. In fact, Opel will now be in charge of selling Cadillacs and Camaros and Corvettes in Europe. Volvo was once the undisputed leader in safety, but then other automakers caught up. Now the Swedish automaker wants to recapture the safety crown, starting with the upcoming XC90. It will be the first vehicle in the world with technology that automatically brakes if the driver turns in front of an oncoming car. And it features technology to protect occupants if the vehicle goes off the road by tightening the seat belts and using a specially designed seat to protect their spines. Even though those are world firsts, the technology that has us most interested is the semi-autonomous technology for use in low-speed stop-and-go traffic. The car can follow the vehicle in front of it and will automatically accelerate, brake, and steer. The XC90 makes its debut next month. Tesla made its name by introducing an EV system like no one else uses, and now there's a company out of Liechtenstein called NanoFlowCell that's following the same formula. It uses an energy storage system that's somewhat similar to how a fuel cell works. Positive and negatively charged liquid electrolytes are pumped through a membrane between two separate cells, which produces a flow of electrons, and that generates electricity. The company has already shown off its technology in the Quant eSport limousine, which has an estimated range of over 370 miles, can hit 60 miles an hour in under three seconds, and was just approved for public road use in Germany and Europe. We need to watch this one closely, folks. Recently, the head of R&D at Toyota said electric cars will not succeed unless someone comes up with a Nobel Prize kind of breakthrough in batteries. The flow cell is not a battery, but maybe this could be that kind of breakthrough. Speaking of Tesla, the company is gearing up for its new SUV, the Model X. So it temporarily shut down its assembly plant in California to retool it. The upgrade will also help the company produce about 300 more Model S sedans every week when production picks back up early next month. Coming up next, we've got something to tell you about this week's Autoline After Hours. After that, I'll give you our driving impressions of the most incredible muscle car to ever hit the market. 
I'm Detroit Free Press auto critic Mark Phelan. I'm Scott Burgess, the Detroit editor of Motor Trend. And we're here in sunny Arizona to talk about the automotive auto line. Not fantasy. really Arizona, come on. <laughs> it's a fantasy draft. Now we're gonna have some of, of the best automotive journalists in, in the country making the choices, deciding who would run their, their car company, where would they wanna be based, all of these things, right? Who is the politician that you would want on your board of directors? If you had to hire somebody to run your car company who is not an automotive executive, who would you choose? What movie would you want to have your company affiliated with? So all that and more on the Autoline Automotive Fantasy Draft, which happens July 24th on a computer near you. Fantasy. <laughs> There's so much to love about Bridgestone's Dueler tires. The amazing traction, the quiet, comfortable ride, and they're really tough. It's like loving three tires in one. At a time when most brands are bragging about their latest hybrid or plug-in, Dodge is going in the opposite direction. It's now going to become Chrysler's performance brand, and it just unleashed one of the greatest muscle cars of all times. Remember, muscle cars were born back in the 1960s when someone got the idea to start stuffing family cars with big block V8s. And the 2015 Dodge Challenger shows that that formula still works today. Okay, I know a lot of you already know a ton about this car and what everyone wants to know is, what's it like to drive this car with a 707 horsepower Hellcat engine? In a word, it's breathless. The 6.2 liter supercharged engine produces more power than the car can handle, meaning it takes a really good driver to get the most out of this beast. On road courses, you have to feed in the power carefully if you want to get maximum acceleration. Otherwise, you're just going to break the back end loose. Of course, you can leave the car in its normal driving mode and let the stability control take care of that, but it's a lot more fun putting it in sport mode and letting the tail end hang out. For brute force, straight line acceleration, the Hellcat offers an electronically controlled launch mode. Just pull up to the line, punch the launch mode button, stomp the brake pedal, floor the gas pedal, and when the light turns green, just snap your foot off the brake. The car does the rest. Dodge claims it will run the quarter mile in 10.8 seconds. Of course, that is with racing tires but it will run from zero to 60 in under four seconds. Top speed is officially rated at 199 miles an hour. Not bad for a five passenger car that weighs over 4,400 pounds. Of course, with that kind of power, you need a way to quickly haul it back to suborbital speeds. And that's why the Hellcat has monstrously big brakes. Six piston calipers with 15.4-inch rotors on the front and four-piston calipers on the rear with 13.8-inch rotors. They work impressively well. I mean, you can feel the pads biting into the rotors all the way up right through the brake pedal. The car handles reasonably well for such a porky machine, and you can steer your way through most turns on a track as much as with the gas pedal as with the steering wheel. And as you drive from track to track, it will deliver 20 miles per gallon on the highway. At $60,000, the Hellcat isn't for everyone, but it instantly became the halo car for the Challenger lineup. 
And who knows? Maybe it's even become the halo for the Dodge brand. Sorry, Viper fans, but this car is generating more buzz. You know, I think Tim Kanuskis, the CEO of the Dodge brand, put it best. If you missed the first muscle car era, he says, don't miss this one. And he's right. Forget the mythic glory years of the 1960s. Today is the golden age of performance. We'll have more reports coming up on the other models in the Challenger lineup. But that wraps up today's report. And thank you for watching.